0: If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their Ginger Lime Mule and Grapefruit Paloma, which happen to be my favorites. You can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash autocall M-A-F-S.
1: You guys know I don't drink very much. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast.
0: Hi, Aid. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Today is my Friday, so I am very excited about that. Again, it's been a long week, and you guys know what that means. Work is working, but it's good.
1: I'm excited because I'm going home tomorrow.
0: Oh, I forgot. Oh, Just for the you.
1: weekend, but I'm so happy.
0: Look at you. Should we share the most exciting thing that happened to us this week, even though
1: you might have forgotten? I have forgotten. It's been a long week. What was the most exciting thing that happened to us this week?
0: We got Provocon tickets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that did. Was this this
1: week? Oh, my gosh.
0: Yes, we we had recorded already. It was like, yeah, it's a week
1: exactly tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ashamed a little. Why? Um, you guys—they were not cheap. <laughs> they were not cheap at all, and I cannot believe I spent that amount of money to go to BravoCon. But I'm really excited about it, and I'm really excited to be going with you. I am too,
0: because here's the thing: BravoCon first happened in 2019. I was like, "Oh, that was nice to go," and I was like, "Who is paying that much?" Ew, no. And then it sold out within a minute. So it wasn't even possible anyways. Then they canceled the one last time. And then this time I'm like, you know what? Life is short. A lot has happened in <laughs> since pre-pandemic. Who cares about these things? I feel like I, everyone's living their best life right now. Everyone is just like, what makes me happy? I don't care. I'm going to do it. I had the same uh, thought that you did. Because I was talking to a friend. I was like, is this childish? Should I be going to BravoCon at my age? She's like, what? what are you even saying and then we thought that you couldn't go and i was like can i find somebody else this is the moment i realized that i do not have holics in my life like to the level that i desire so i was gonna go on my own and then i just happened to ask you again and you said yes and i'm like all right let's do it i didn't say yes i said yolo <laughs> <laughs> in fact aid was willing to spring up to the next level and i'm like no honey i'm not doing that
1: but when i got the final bill i was like wow that 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 is what that is some number there at the bottom of this email but i'm really excited that we're going um, i hope we can find a hotel i hope cuz so. that's the other thing new york is not cheap but i think it's going to be amazing i think it was an event made for people like us so i feel like it's it's, it's us it's for us Yes.
0: And you know, fellow people who like Bravo, I hope you feel this. People who don't are like, what are these women talking about? But yes, that was exciting. Well,
1: do we have anything to update the people on? Nothing much. Just After Party is on Patreon. It'll be on Patreon every week, including this week. Um, You can check out last week's on our Patreon. So yeah, go, go check out what we thought of After Party.
0: Yeah, and I think they've been keeping up with how they how they were last season where we are learning things that we did not learn on the show, which is the whole goal of After Party. So I'm glad that they're sticking to that.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, is After Party spoilerish? Yes. Do I care? Not really.
0: I disagree with Aid. I don't think it's spoilerish. I think they want us to feel like it's spoilerish, but it's absolutely not. After last season, it's absolutely not spoilerish. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Point to, well taken. Yes, yes. I shouldn't <laughs> Tain, be confident in anything, but I nope. think that I'm learning from After Party.
0: Nope, we were the clowns saying, oh, Jasmina and After Party, they're together. I mean, they were, but mm-mm, it wasn't. Uh, so.
1: Tane, what is happening in Mathsland?
0: Listen, Aid, I'm only going to say one thing, and one thing should be sufficient for everything that's going on in Mathsland like Bri and Vincent just popped up on us with the people exclusive talking about we're having a baby. We're not talking about, she's not showing yet. We're talking about her belly is out, out, out there
1: and she's pregnant, pregnant and she's pregnant and they're having a baby. <laughs> you know, I, and it feels like, at least for me, it was, it was a bit of a shock. I was not expecting a baby announcement from Brinton brinson <laughs> i'm gonna call them that i was not expecting a baby announcement from brinson um I,
0: yeah i don't think anyone i think that's what it was was everyone expecting because it was a storyline we're not sure how true it was or how deep it was for them or if the show played it up but it was a storyline where brianna had concerns because of her health and she wanted some more time but here we are and we're happy for them and so is everybody else i don't think we've had as much activity on our social media of people saying congratulations to them. I mean, I don't know. I don't think they're going to see it through us, but it's been everyone just being so
1: happy for them. I'm happy for them. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I am I'm. analyzing the difference in reaction. I remember Woody and Imani, Woody was like, I want a honeymoon baby. So we kind of knew that they were on that track, but Brinson, I. I didn't think. I thought they had a lot more thinking to do, but I mean, they yeah. bought a house. It should have actually been more, more, more expected. Obvious. And, and <laughs> yeah. the fact that she's so far along. I'm like, so is the baby coming like tomorrow? Like, <laughs> I know.
0: Well, it's either she's far along or she's one of those whose belly popped out early, but I don't know. I guess I haven't been monitoring her stories or posts. So intently, because we should have known also because she was starting her workout routine, working out all the time and all of that, and then suddenly it wasn't there anymore. I, I, and I, I, there were just a lot more posts about Vincent. So Aww. we probably should have known. And then maybe it was a happy surprise. Doesn't that's, that's that's also that. So, either way, there's a baby coming, they're happy. I will say though, there was a comment where someone was not happy about the pose. Why do they have to touch their belly? Because <gasps> Everyone already knows they're pregnant and they should pose a different way. And there was a little back and forth in our comments. And I'm like, huh, that's a new one I haven't heard
1: before. (laughs) It was that. (laughs) I mean, the baby's in there. So you just kind of want to touch it. I mean, I'm not even the father of any baby. And if I'm close with someone, I I do ask permission. But yeah, you kind of want to touch it. Yeah. So that's kind of what you take a picture of because that draws your eye to the thing. And I'm sorry, the thing at that moment is the pregnant lady and her belly. Because we're announcing that we're pregnant. I don't know. It all <laughs> tracks me.
0: It tracks? I don't know. That That's why I was like, that. That that is an angle. I haven't heard yeah. that one before.
1: <laughs> one last observation on Brinson. Once again, these other couples are stealing the new season's thunder. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that you couldn't so have announced cool. before the season premiere? Like... Between Noy and Steve, you guys, these people will never have their moment in the sun.
0: That is so true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, speaking of that though, um, you know how last week we were talking about how close are the you know the I never know what to call them. The first one that comes to my mind is always contestants. They're not contesting for competing for anything. the participants or the couples, but um when the announcement came out, um uh Haley wish them congratulations. Paige, wish them congratulations. Paige said, I can't wait to meet you. And Brianna actually responded and was like, she, no, not she can't, the baby can't wait to meet you too. I did not see Clara. I did not see Virginia. So I don't know the state of the relationship. That does not mean anything, guys. I'm just saying I didn't see it. It might've happened and I didn't see it. But just to answer the question from last um, episode, we're wondering what the
1: status of their relationships are. I mean, for posterity, you need to write something on the post. It's a big announcement. (laughs) That's when all your acquaintances come out of the woodwork. Um, Yeah. But I don't want to judge because if there's a real friendship there and we're just judging because you didn't comment, that would be rude. Yeah.
0: And these are just the ones that I saw her repost. So, you know, maybe she reposted and I didn't see it. But yeah, at the time, this is the one she reposted. Okay, so speaking of, Clara talked about picking out her wedding songs during her wedding with Ryan. If you know anything about Clara, she's into like playlists, into like books and stuff like that. So she talked about how the song selection, how Ryan picked certain songs, how she wanted certain songs and they weren't, you could only pick, I wanna say five. I could be wrong, don't come for me, but I just thought it was interesting. It sounded like a little BTS, but. It wasn't that
1: interesting to me they pick songs that they then have to edit over because we can't hear them because they're not going to get the rights to the songs. so it's just like eh, that's nice yeah. that you pick songs we never hear them
0: yep but again we have to remember that it's their actual wedding so it's free so you might as well get some of the elements that you'd have given yourself sure Um, Merla was watching the episode, the matchmaking episode, or the first episode, can't remember, and she posted a snippet of Dr. Pepper saying, we have to give them what they ask for, or we have to give them what they want, and then she posted, like, an emoji, like, huh, really? (laughs) Like, news to me. So, I thought that was funny, because- I agree
1: with Merla. (laughs) She I said, mean, why are these people telling <laughs> lies? I asked for no bald guy, and you gave me a bald guy.
0: Yeah, that and alone
1: re- says <laughs> that you do not have to give people what they want.
0: <laughs> I mean, repeatedly, we've seen them over and over say, "We know they said they wanted eggs, but we believe that if they get Y, it will help them give them tea, whatever that is." So, <clears throat> Noi really likes her Instagram. So after her whole divorce gate. It's quiet now, so she's back to just posting herself, doing like the most mundane things, but I guess that's what Instagram is for. And she definitely hangs out a lot with Alyssa. There's a lot of hanging out with Alyssa and pictures
1: of them together. What happened to Noya and Lindsay are close? I guess that didn't last or she's close with both of them. Uh, Good for her. Well, Lindsay is
0: in California, so they can't hang out as much. (laughs) So, um, the Boston guys hung out together um all five of them i think they all came together for mark the shark's um photo shoot the one that he had at his reception elijah one had a story and in that it was mark steve jasmina and katina that were in the house and he was like i can't believe it's been a year since i got my new family and i just kept wondering because if you remember jasmina and noi were close too but I don't know if they're hanging out with Steve and all that. Did they get custody of Steve? Are they playing neutral? <laughs> what's happening? What's going on? I don't know. Because Alyssa is definitely Steve, um, team Noy with her whole, it's funny how people come on their stories and lie. Like, we don't know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And we haven't seen her hang out with the rest of them. So I don't know what's going on with that. Again, all speculation. I'm just saying what I saw, not that this is facts. And it looks like Elijah will got a cat
1: one got a cat by himself or he got a cat with Katina?
0: <laughs> I mean, with Katina, but he calls it his son and all that. So I'm just saying he got a cat.
1: Oh, I wonder if he took one of Mark's. Or maybe he was inspired by Mark and his cats. Probably. Probably. And
0: finally, Michael has a 7 a.m. workout club where, you know, people just come and they work out, presumably at 7 a.m., is my guess. <laughs> but I, I'm saying this because good for him. Because, you know, you parlay your job, and take advantage of the platform one here. So if that's getting him new clients, new business, good for Michael.
1: I kind of like the idea of using maps to build your actual business, but I'm still (laughs) looking at Steve Sideways with his polo shirts and inspirational quotes. (laughs) There's no rhyme or reason to my judgment, I guess. (laughs)
0: But yeah, I know Mark has a lot of those like inspirational quotes and You'll be here a year from now, I'll laugh at this. You have to be strong to be this. To be. I'm like, okay, dude. Anyways, yeah, that's all I got on my end. So how did you feel about this week's episode?
1: So before we get started, according to our listeners, there are many messages. I need to learn how to say somebody's name properly. So let's go through that so that I can, I can get this right because you should get people's names right.
0: Names matter. Her name is Stasha. Stasha. Yep. Two symbols, Sta and Sha. Stasha. Yeah.
1: My brain is like short-circuiting because I'm like, I watched a whole episode and she was in it plenty and somehow I didn't ever hear Stasha. Because they never said her name Really?
0: Her sister said my sister, they said that, but she said it last episode where we were calling her Stasia the whole time, was Stasia, and then when she met Nate, Nate said what's your name and she said Stasha, and I was like, "Oh, now we know what your name and how to say your name is Stasha." And then we were like, for sure Pasakal was not calling her
1: that. <laughs> Stasha. Yes.
0: And if okay. we're wrong, people are going to tell us. So <laughs> that's, just but so, that's I, very true. <laughs> but that's what I heard uh, her say her name was.
1: Last week on the episode, everybody just said I said it wrong. So you are clearly saying it right. Because no one said you were saying it wrong. Yeah. Well,
0: be- Yes.
1: <laughs> okay. We have to get started now. I'm going to get it right. I'm gonna, or You know what? I will do my very, very best, you guys. No, she's going to get it right. <laughs> all right so did you have any thoughts on the episode overall um i thought it was a little boring until the
0: latter half i kind of like the latter half like we're getting out of the weddings and then i saw that ben and morgan are coming and i was like uh, we're not out of the woods yet but
1: i thought it was a little boring i'm just over the wedding the weddings i quite liked it I don't know. I I just, there was something about this episode that I just enjoyed. Even though we're still in weddings, you know, people are finally meeting each other. People are starting to get to know each other. Secrets are being revealed.
0: (laughs) I don't like the friends and family part. So it's just the whole questioning, the whole, I'm like, ugh, let's get past this.
1: All right. So we start the episode with Pastor Cal recapping that three people got married. And we get little lines Lindy says that she likes Miguel's nerdy hobbies. She's not me. She's not making fun of Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) Um, We hear how is really clean again, because they show that. We hear again about Justin's so-called celibacy. (laughs) I feel like they just picked an inflammatory word. Wait, did
0: they say so-called or you're saying so-called? I'm saying so-called. You don't
1: believe he was celibate? I believe he was celibate, but... One and a half years of celibacy, I feel like you could call that a break. You could call that, do I just celibate seems like a very strong word, huh? Okay, we but we pick up where we left off last week with Kristen telling her dad that she's getting married <laughs> and that they'll meet this man together, and she hopes that he'll walk her down the aisle. Her dad says that he thinks she's insane and he has some concerns. Um, But, you know, by the end of it, her dad is like, go for it. And she says that now that she has his blessing, she's ready to go. And it was kind of a nice moment, which I was not expecting (laughs) at all.
0: (laughs) It was nice because in the beginning, I was like, that is just
1: a lot to ask of your dad. Like, come on. And they really played up his facial expressions last week. And I'm thinking that was a trick of editing because this week he was just like, you know, it'll be all right. Go for it. Yeah. That was a real pivot. <laughs> I really, really liked her dad for this. I feel like this is a very kind reaction to have. <laughs> um, and then after we watch her dad be so great, we flash to Mitch still being an idiot about the bow tie. And every all of his groomsmen, they keep. I think they keep on trying to like be supportive and change his mood, but they're dealing with someone who will have none of it. Um, like you know, they're doing what we all do when we can't figure something out. They're like, "Let's try YouTube." One of them says, "We'll laugh about this one day," and I'm like, "Well, you guys are laughing now. It's him. (laughs) (laughs) It's him that cannot laugh about this." Someone actually, or maybe he calls himself a groomzilla.
0: Um, and then his friend called him
1: one. Okay, so it's friend called, which is appropriate. And then uh, somebody, Slomeek, comes and she is called the stylist. And I was like, is she from the the store? Um, I think we've seen a stylist maybe a time or two. And she comes and ties the bow ties. But it looks like she's also looking at a tutorial. (laughs) Um, But you
0: know what's so funny? The fact that she got a title card was very interesting to me. And she has such a unique name that I almost want to bet that I've seen her on a reality show before, but she had a mask on and I couldn't see her face. But and I was also too lazy to Google. But I found it interesting that she got a title card. None of the other people ever get title cards.
1: I mean, Slow Meek stopped that man from going over the edge about his bow tie. So maybe that's why she got his title card. Okay. Mitch tells us that he's just not the type to have a huge, crazy wedding. And he admits that he had a fit about the beard. Um, He does thank Slow Meek. For um, fixing the bow ties, and then we flash back to Kristen, and her mom is wearing my favorite color, which is like fuchsia. Um, there is one bridesmaid who really looks like Lizzie McGuire, <laughs> Hillary. What's her name? <laughs> Duff. Thank you. Uh, I just kept on looking at her. Like, has she been in a reality TV show before? She just looks really familiar. I don't know.
0: Speaking of that, I just did a quick Google and Slomik was on David Tutera's reality show. She was an event planner for him for weddings. Um, so that's where I knew her from.
1: I am amazed at your recall.
0: Oh, I have good recall. Reality TV. I barely show.
1: remember David Tutera, much less somebody who appeared on a David Tutera show.
0: <laughs> Listen, guys, if you ever go on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and it's reality TV, I am your phone, your friend. I got you. <laughs>
1: Blown away, just blown away. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be like more tie-ins. That's interesting. I doubt it. It's
0: still maths. Like uh, as much as we love maths, maths is still not top tier of reality
1: TV for a lot of people. Well, David Tothara is certainly not top tier. Um, so they should fit right, right well together. Um, this was one where we saw the gift. Mitch gives her a plant and she's so excited because she says everyone knows how much she loves plants. And then in the, the other thing in the back is a ring. She was just blown away by the ring. She was so happy. She tells us a story about how it's meaningful because that last fiance put a, the ring on a credit card that she ended up having to pay off. And Karma has come to give her this ring.
0: Oh, oh. did I snort? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) My bad. I'm just like, I mean, let her have her moment. I just, you know, Mitch is a walking red flag. So, but let her have her moment.
1: Once we got past Kristen's dad, it just felt like Kristen grew on me. I haven't liked her very much for the past couple weeks, but during this episode, I just, I liked her and I was hoping for the best for her. That's nice. <laughs> so, Mitch is talking about his dreams and tying up loose ends, and his he meets his mom. His mom looks amazing. I also love her dress; it has a drape. It's just, it's just very nice. Um, Can I ask
0: when you saw her mom? Is that she's gorgeous? At least to me, I think she's gorgeous. But is that with a little help of plastic surgery? possibly oh okay I was asking I didn't know if you noticed or if you had any thoughts on her face my friend was texting me as you watching, and she was like holy smokes Kristen's mom but I was like plastic surgery right she's like definitely but I was like I can't tell because if it is it's really good
1: if it is it is good and it may not be plastic surgery it may just be like maintenance Botox or she had her young she looks young Yes, maintenance, Botox, <laughs> or having her young. Either either one, either one. Um, while Kristen's being interviewed, she can hear them cheering in the background. And they were cheering because he had asked her friends if she likes uh, bald guys. In her interview, she says everyone's going to be staring and she doesn't want to let him down. But um, she wants to be the best version of herself for everyone, but for him too. Her mom comes out and Mitch asks the officiant if her mom is the bride. I would say this is the part where, I mean, her mom's boobs were out.
0: <laughs> my friend made that comment like, okay, tits out at your daughter's wedding, okay. <laughs> that, it's a that choice. Was a
1: choice. <laughs> Kristen is, um, cons- she says, everybody is going to look at my face and make a judgment based on the way my face looks in reaction to how her husband looks. But all she cares about is making her husband um, feel wanted. She does say she wants to kiss. And if she if they don't, she'll wonder if he's a virgin. So that was funny. Um, that was a leap, though. <laughs> it was quite the leap. <laughs> but it made sense, sort of. Um Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper do a full-on commercial for James Allen rings.
0: Girl, I was I was like, they've got the experts, too?
1: Oh, Lord. I was like, have I seen this before? If I did, I don't remember. As Kristen was coming down the aisle, I realized that I hated her dress less than I thought I did.
0: But, I had the same notes. I said I like Kristen's dress more now. Like, it looked, better than whatever we saw at the dress shop
1: you know they fixed whatever it was with the sheer and the yellow bra or the wrong tone whatever they fixed that maybe that's what took it over the edge and I don't think I noticed the slit in the front maybe the first time and that was really nice
0: yeah I think we forget their dress shopping but there's also going to be alterations and last minute things done to it so yeah it turned out really nice
1: she comes down the aisle. She's very bubbly. She waves at him. They shake hands. And I thought that was a kiss of death through their relationship. Your first interaction with your husband, uh, married at first sight, cannot be a handshake.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> can. We've had that a lot. They meet at the altar. Hi, what's your name? My name is this. We've had a lot of handshakes.
1: I I, I thought Lindy went in right with the hug. I feel like that's a better okay. start. That was extreme. Also, that was I not didn't a hug. I find that extreme at all. That was
0: a hug for dear life. It wasn't like a hug. Nice to meet you. It was a
1: hold. I, I would take a hug for dear life over a handshake right. in terms of setting yourself up. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mitch and Kristen, I, I I don't know what Mitch is thinking. His face doesn't look very happy. <laughs> um. She waves at his mom and she says she's Kristen, the bride. <laughs> I'm like, who else could you be? Um, Bonnie says, his mom says she looks beautiful. She tells Mitch he looks incredible. This man says nothing. Not a thing. I was like, I have, I mean, the bare minimum is to say you look nice. He, honestly, at this point, Mitch looks unhappy. let's chalk it to the nerves their introductions from both their families were fine i don't remember anything interesting about them um there was the environmental stuff from him that later comes up but it it wasn't anything i don't think that we didn't know yeah she's she's you know like i have a water bottle so it's fine uh the vows are fine also not very memorable they are very awkward though the vibes are off
0: yeah, it's not as warm and
1: kind as the others that we've seen. Um, they do kiss at one point. Yeah, they do kiss. It's it's okay. Yeah, and, and he then, didn't say it with your permission. So yes. Um, and afterwards, she makes him take her hand. Like she grabs his hand because what is <laughs> Mitch going to do? And I thought, is this going to be like a, a a microcosm of their whole relationship? If anything's going to happen, it's going to be her because Mitch won't do anything.
0: Mm, you might be right but with maths you never know I feel like my confidence is shattered in maths like I, I consider myself an expert in maths but I feel like I know nothing like if someone asked me anything like I wouldn't have predicted again that Olajuwon and Katina would be the one standing couple from last season so it just feels like anytime I want to make a prediction I'm, I'm second guessing myself and questioning myself I know nothing
1: which is very funny because when Mitch started acting full I was like tang did call this <laughs> Tang I think you're generally better sometimes at predicting than I am most of the time probably
0: I don't I, I okay I won't say I'm confident in like their relationships but just... When it comes to judging them, that's where I am. But I was also wrong about Michael. So, <laughs> but just judging them as people is usually where I'm like, "You have bad vibes. Get away from me."
1: <laughs> uh, okay, that's true. And you had that with Mitch, where I was like, "Oh, he cares about the environment." That <laughs> <laughs> was like red red flag. <laughs> Their after wedding, the way they were walking was strange, but. When they did start talking, it was very comfortable. That is interesting you say that
0: because I'm like, if this was my first combo with a husband, I'd be worried.
1: (laughs) I think the part that really got me is where he told her that Pastor Cal told him to shave his head, which is is what I said. (laughs) Just shave it all off. It's better than balding. Um, And I kind of like that little snippet of which the first of two snippets we got about how the experts uh, are involved in the process. Yeah. They may not pick them, but they're involved in the process. (laughs) Um, Their first conversation is, it's just a little too bad first date. They talk about her dog. He talks about his beaches. He tells her he works a lot. I think that's the terrible thing to say on your first conversation with your wife who you just met. And he says he's a professional environmental activist and she's like, you know, we're aligned because like I said, any effort here is going to come from her and she has a water bottle and she recycles. And I was just, I don't know the whole conversation. It was comfortable, but the topics were not good. So it didn't read as comfortable to me.
0: It read as uneven. I feel like it didn't matter who was there. If there was a trash guy who she was married to, Kristen is going to say, I throw trash. I have a trash can. She was going to find a commonality, even if it killed her. And I think I felt convicted after an after party that this girl was just going to, she was determined to make it work with whoever. So it felt a little, like you said, it was awkward for me. So I didn't think it was comfortable. It just felt like she was trying so hard to match him wherever he was, like whatever you throw at me. And meanwhile, Mitch on the other hand was in a way trying to self-sabotage, whether knowingly or unknowingly, because that is not
1: first conversation talk. If
0: that makes
1: sense. Yeah. Yeah. So our next is a selfie cam, Morgan and Ben, basically saying it's sad he has COVID. Um, He, like, is there some sort of moral thing about COVID now? I feel like there was a time (laughs) where you would like be like, oh my God, you got COVID. But- I mean, it's everywhere. (laughs) You can be vaccinated. You can be masking. You can be doing everything and you still might get COVID. Poor Ben is like, I wasn't out clubbing. I was like, no one said you were. Well, it was so disingenuous
0: because he said, I tried everything I could not to. We just saw you outside with your friends hanging out and shaking hands and you did all those gym shots uh, for the show without a mask. So I don't know how you tried your hardest not to get it. Like, Like you said, it's just everywhere now, but don't try to
1: say you did everything you could because you kind of didn't. I don't. I mean, he was shooting the TV show that he signed up for. I don't. I don't mean. I get what you're saying. Like, why did you have to say you're doing everything you could? I don't think there are very few people doing everything they can at this point. Yep. That, that's March 2020 behavior. Yep. Um, <laughs> just say it's unfortunate it happened. we gonna get through
0: this, but don't add the "I didn't go out clubbing. I did all I could, but I guess it didn't
1: stop." I feel bad for Morgan, though. Like, what if people flew in? I was confused as to why Ben didn't have a shirt on, though. That part I didn't quite get. (laughs) We had a fever.
0: (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to find a reason for this man running around with no shirt for no reason. Um, Pastor Cal says that Morgan and Ben face an uncertain future. But the other couples have taken their first steps as husband and wife. I thought that was a bit dramatic, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> Linda, they're making up. There's just two experts. They got to make up for no third. So we watched Lindy and Miguel take their pictures. Uh, they're standing around, and Lindy tells Miguel that it was her dream wedding. That she couldn't look at him, and she the first thing she saw was the suit, and she got panicked about the Fashion Forge suit. But then when she got closer, she saw him, and she's like, oh, he's good looking. Red Red flag for me.
0: I'm like, if this girl is overthinking a fashion forward suit, <laughs> where do we go from here? Like, how is that something that bothers you, that someone is wearing a really
1: nice suit? <laughs> I mean, nice in the eyes of the beholder. These suits, this, this these weddings are, they're subject to opinions because they're so out of the norm.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I guess she didn't say nice. She said fashion forward. So it wasn't the huge. but why would you overthink that? Like, why would that make you spiral?
1: <laughs> you don't know what you're getting. So while they're standing around, her friend tells her, out of earshot from Miguel, he looks like your dream. Your dream. Huh? He looks like your dream guy. His family takes some pictures, and Lindy's just like, he's so cute. Miguel says that it feels natural, and he tells us that he has to be on top of his game. They show us their pictures, and it's like fifty percent kind of awkward and fifty percent very cute. Mm-hmm. They could have done. I didn't. I was like, this is not the best of the batch. Mitch and Kristen are also taking pictures. Um, I kind of liked how in one picture he's holding his niece, who's wearing a pink jacket, and then her mom is wearing a pink dress, and it just looked very aligned.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Their pictures were ugly. There is that
0: the background. I don't know this someone made a comment about that and it's so true they had this picture against like a really ugly wall and i'm like the one thing you could always give maps was the backgrounds are always like you know gorgeous and it complements you know the photos but this time it's like they're like in a haunted mansion or a haunted garden and i just i don't know it's a choice to take it against that wall
1: if any- can find the venues please send it to us is it that they picked the worst spot in the venues to take pictures or was the venue that ugly
0: okay san diego listeners assemble
1: let us know (laughs) so mitch is kind of in a crappy mood and she is already making excuses for his shitty behavior she's like well it's taking pictures it's not the best time and i'm like i hate this man so much (laughs) (laughs) she helps with his bow tie because you know she's just apparently she's just gonna fix things for him and her friend asks if they're bonding and she's like he's overwhelmed um he's happy he says oh she asks if he's happy and he says it's early (laughs) (laughs) you know
0: you can only be happy within some certain time windows when it's like late afternoon evening but not like so early we have known someone just an hour You have to know them three
1: hours. Max is great because they stick a camera in your face and you just dig yourself into a grave. (laughs) So they do that to Mitch because he says, oh, at first glance, I thought she was really pretty. And if he could have just stopped there, but no. Then he continues. Oh, he wasn't right off the bat attracted. He's like less into the physical, more into the lifestyle. She's more mainstream. You have known her for three hours. I don't know how you can call her mainstream. He is more attracted to a woman in her natural state and he'd love to see her more of a natural type. And this whole, like, word vomit should have just stopped a long time ago. Uh, It was bad. (coughs) It was bad. Like, he's been
0: shitting on the entire wedding as if he didn't know what the show was about. This is the thing that irritates me. You knew there was going to be a wedding. You knew there was going to be some... Pompadour and all that kind of stuff. You knew you're most likely going to get a wife who's into it and it's her day and it's one day. And it's like, all oh, this thing, I wanted a small wedding. Then go find your own wife. If this is a compromise you have to make to actually, because he said this is probably the only way I could get married, which is a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> then you know what it comes with. Make your peace with it before the day. And then now you're like, all these things. Or Who doesn't know like you get makeup on your wedding day? Like... <laughs> Like, also, don't say it out loud. Think these thoughts and tell your friend
1: later, but shut up. He, I mean, he he starts to pull out some positivity when they come back around. But, like, they're about to take a picture, and the camera person is like, oh, do you want to, like, kiss? And she's like, are you okay kissing? He takes a couple, two beats too long, and then he's like, sure. I'm like, please, do not kill yourself to, to kiss this woman. Um. I'm just glad that he did, though. It would have
0: been terrible. <laughs> just <laughs> just leave, leave her hanging.
1: Okay. So, Pitch, uh, I won't say redeems himself, because he can't. But he does say, you know, she's voluptuous. That's a plus. She loves the beach. She's got a dog. He thinks he likes her. Please do not put too much effort in <laughs> into, into saying that you like her. Don't, Please don't. continue with the bare minimum.
0: Don't hold back. <laughs>
1: Uh, Dr. Pepper says, now that everybody's married, it's time for receptions. Um, Miguel and Lindy are standing, getting ready for their first dance. Miguel and Lindy, they go over their names. He says, your last name begins with an E, and then before they can even finish that part, it's time for them to dance. So he never found out her last name. (laughs) Um, It is clearly freezing cold, I guess, in February in San Diego, because Mm -hmm. she's got this beautiful wrap on. Um, last week Alexis had Justin's jacket on like everybody's cold they go out to the dance floor they start dancing and Lindy says she doesn't know how to dance slow dance Um, because we cannot miss our reminder that Lindy grew up sheltered and she's never been to a dance
0: I have a comment um, on that <laughs> I, uh, like you said I understand that they have to play up her religious background but I don't know how to slow dance and be intimate I don't Disingenuous to me because it's like, Lindy, you're having sex with people. I don't. Well, you can't dance because you didn't dance. Like, okay, you didn't have sex either. You weren't allowed to. Now you do. So that's also intimate. So what's the correlation, babe? I don't. I don't get it.
1: Miguel is just super. Just and he's good. He's very good. He's like, oh, you can put your hands where you want to. Um, they have a really nice first dance, but he does say that he's like, oh, I don't have to tell you you're pretty. And she's like, yes, you do. (laughs) I I actually very much enjoyed that. That was a dumb thing for him to say. I like how she was very quick with a like, yes, you do. And then he was like, okay, I do. And he went along with it. So it was was nice.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And to add that he said, I don't have to tell you you're pretty because you are pretty. Not like, I don't have to tell you, you already know. But yeah, it was cute. (laughs)
1: Let me go back to Mitch and Kristen. Mitch is telling someone that they need a jacket for Kristen. So that's nice. I was like you could give her yours. That's an option. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mitch. They both agree that they haven't slow danced since high school. Kind dance is not too bad either. She tells us that she wants to kiss him in private, no friends, no family, his mom. She's looking forward to private kisses. Mitch complains to her during the first dance about her shoes and being dressed up because he's happy that she switched to flats. And this woman reassures him. She's like, it's okay. Like, yeah, this isn't like my normal. Yeah, because I'm not dressed for a wedding every day, you dumbass. I feel like he was telling her how she disappointed him, and I didn't like that.
0: I mean, everything about Mitch was a disappointment anyway, so...
1: His next line is about how he has a history of liking people too much and then they fall from grace. So he's hoping not to like her too much so she can't disappoint him. <laughs> and I was just like, this is not a well man. This is not a well man.
0: Uh, I just, you know, I'm going back to the matchmaking. Were there red flags? Yes. But you telling me that of all the people that they, they saw, this is who they thought, you know what? He's ready for marriage.
1: He's a, I mean, we'll have to see how it goes. But so far, not so good. So far, not so good. Indeed. Okay, I'm so nervous right now, you guys. Because it's been a long time since my tutorial. Stasha. Yes. Okay. So we go to Stasha. We go to Stasha and Nate's um, wedding. I love their decor. And I think their decor looked even better in the dark. Um, they joined the many people who have been on maths and myself during our first season about not knowing that tapping the glass means you're supposed to kiss. <laughs>
0: For those of you that are new, when we first started, what Aide is referring to is they did the clink glass and I think it was Woody and Amani that didn't you know what he meant. I'm not sure which couple. Of, maybe. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to forget. What is their name? The friend of Woody? Was it Karen and Miles? Yeah, maybe. I just like, yes, Karen and Miles, maybe one of them. They didn't know what it was. And then Aiden and I were going back and forth. Like, how do you not know? You watch maps. Every season they do this. But I've come to find out that every season there is a couple who does not know what it means when everyone starts clinking the glass, what it means. So they were our couple this season because they're looking at each other like, what does that mean? What does that mean? but I didn't blow my gasket because now I'm used to the fact that there are indeed people who don't know. That are and no
1: matter how many seasons of maths I had watched up until that point, I did not know either. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> um, we get a jacket for Stasha. I was just waiting to make sure it was right. Um, so they have a conversation about where they're going to live. I mean, it wasn't posed that way because Stasha kind of snuck it in there, but she's just like, "Oh, do you want to stay in San Diego?" And he's like, "I'm enjoying San Diego." I'm assuming at that point he she knows that he just got here like last year, but he's open. Um, one of them says "power couple." I think it was her, and then he gets excited because he's like, "Yeah, that's what I wanted, power couple." He did. Uh, did you? She asked, he asked her if she requested younger. <laughs> Once again, making a joke of of what Dr. Pepper said. We find out that her lowest number was 33. And Nate said that he said 27 to 34. And Pastor Cal is like, oh, you want an independent woman? Uh, are you sure you're going to get that with a 27-year-old? Maybe we can nudge it up a bit. <laughs> this is the hand of the experts that we are seeing here. Yeah. Good for them. I'm actually glad because, I mean, he didn't tell him. He just said, this is what you asked for. So, you know, your, what you asked for should be in alignment. Yeah. All right, guys, we will be right back. Wife doesn't happen biweekly, so why should payday? The money you make can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Summer is coming and it is time for all of us to go on vacation. You can use the money you earn from Earn In to buy a new bathing suit or some new clothes for your fun summer vacation. Download Earn In today, spelled
0: E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the EarnIn app, type in Altocall on the podcast. When you sign up, it'll really help the show. That's Altocall on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings location, daily max and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. EarnIn is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC.
1: And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ALTERCALLMAFS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code A L T A R C A L L M A F S for 15% off today. Are back with Alexis and Justin. These poor people are freezing to death. All of our couples. Um, and Alexis looks at someone who we can't see and asks if they can move the heater closer because her husband is cold. Did you hear her call him baby? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um <laughs> Alexis says that she likes him. She's telling Justin this that he's a good balance, that she's a little she's a little firecracker, but he lets her be free. And I thought, this is the same woman who said, I'm going to fall in love with you was a little bit too much last week. And <laughs> like, it's been a couple hours and now he lets her be free. It's, I don't know. That seems-
0: <laughs> I told you Alexis doesn't process stuff the way we do. <laughs> we just have
1: to take it as, as we see it. Whatever she gives us, we roll with it. <laughs> I'm not going to give Alexis too much guff, I guess, because no matter what, and I give this credit to Lindy too, like, it's nice to see people who are trying to make this thing work. It's the first day, it's the easiest day, but they are trying, and that is the point of this show and this experiment or whatever it is, to try.
0: I will say that
1: so far, I'll give that to all of them, except
0: Mitch. They're all trying. Definitely. Because even um, Stasha, where it might seem like it's easy for her, Like Keisha said, everyone thought she was going to be nitpicky. She might've said, I don't want someone that has braids. That's childish, (laughs) but she didn't. She's rolling with it and they're all in it so far. And it's kind of nice to see the beginning where all of them are in it.
1: It gives you that false hope that MAFS is so good at. It it really does. Um, And that's, I think, one reason why I just enjoyed this episode. I was filled with happiness. I'm not going to lie. For a a moment there, I was like, maybe Mitch and Kristen, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That's how good with positivity I was.
0: Mitch is his own downfall. I feel like they've given him a great person. He has one of those wives, the likes of um, Sharnice, the likes of, who's the one that was with uh, Zatch? Mindy. The likes that are a page that is like, whatever happens, I will give it my all. And you are such a fuck up that you are going to fuck this up for yourself. Again, speculation. I do not know.
1: Yes. Yes. There are a bunch of people who are really willing to try, at least at this point, at this point. Um, Lindy, like, I always feel like Mindy got a lot of credit, but, and she deserved it. I'm not saying she did deserve it, but. She never actually, because of Zach, she never made it to the hard part. So it's like, oh, yeah, Mindy tried real hard, but she didn't really have to because he wasn't really there. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does.
0: But, okay, where she tried was she kept giving him chances.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Lindy and Miguel are up next. Miguel's friends or family have brought paddles with Miguel's face on it. Um, which I don't. I'm like, but it's not fair. Why were there Lindy paddles, too? Um, but I did enjoy Miguel paddles. They were funny. Um, Miguel and Lindy are sitting there talking and Miguel asks if she speaks Spanish and she turns a question back on him. Like, do you speak Spanish? And he's like, see. Sí. And then she's like, I've tried. I went to Spain, but I just can't learn Spanish. Then he says a lot of words in Spanish and she understands and response. I was like, I think you're probably better at this thing. You think.
0: I think um. that when he started speaking Spanish, I think Lindy wanted to jizz herself. She was already smitten by Miguel, but that just took her over the edge. And this is the moment where I questioned just for half a second. The only time would tell if Lindy has some kind of fetishization, because the first thing she said was, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with all things Spanish. (laughs) So and she makes other comments through the rest of the episode that I was like, "Hmm, I'm watching you, Lindy. I like you for now, but I'm watching you.
1: In an interview, (laughs) adding credence to Tane's watching, she says she feels like a fangirl with the paddle face, but she has a good time with it. Lindy calls it the best day of her life, and I'm like, I'm so happy that you feel this way. Aw, yes. Kristen and Mitch are sitting down and talking too. They ask if they've been married before, and they both say no, and then Mitch decides to add on, that he doesn't have kids either. He doesn't have kids either, and I'm like, at this stage of the game, I I think they would have been mentioned if they existed. These children. <laughs> Kristen says that they talk about the vows and how they're really going to do this. And Mitch says that he doesn't vow unless he means it. He can't lie to people unless it's a cop. I thought that was a bit of a weird joke, but okay. Um, <laughs> I actually thought it was a precursor for something. Like we
0: need to watch out for something. There's a reason why they're showing us this. He's going to lie.
1: <laughs> uh, Kristen said that she requested a bald dude. And he says that the bald head works for him, even though it's new. Um, Kristen, I'm sorry. Mitch says that it's been an hour and he likes that she took off her heels. But he doesn't like that she's dragging around the dress. He just wants to chill with his wife. Motherfucker. <laughs> it is her wedding day. Her dress is not a flipping like Princess Diana length train. Like, what is this man talking about? He's so rude.
0: That was just a weird. I don't like that she's dragging her dress around. Like, first of all, I won't I won't lie. My first question was, does that hurt the environment in some way? Because I
1: don't I don't get what his critique is. He has this whole thing about I want a natural down-to-earth woman and you you i guess my thing is you don't know if she's that or not on her wedding day <laughs> it's like if you want someone who never wears makeup i mean you just don't know because most people even people who never wear makeup are going to wear it on their wedding day their cake is very unique um it's supposed to look like greeny or something i it looks like something that they would use in what's the name of that movie with the witches and bet midler witches yeah they're witches
0: Double yeah, double
1: the name is, in trouble. yeah, it's called Witches. The Witches. The <laughs> okay, the name of the movie is Witches. <laughs> no, Oh, sorry. Isn't it
0: Hocus Pocus? Oh, yeah, Hocus Pocus. My bad. <laughs> There's another one called The Witches, but that's with um, Glenn Close or whatever. We
1: digress. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. The, the cake looks like something out of Hocus Pocus. Um... It, it it's green and wrapped or maybe seaweed i don't know it was ugly um and he's like oh it's a beachy sustainable organic cake i was like okay um then they well, show he, he had the good grace to apologize because when they were trying to figure
0: out what it was he's like oh i'm sorry it's my fault i probably asked for something whatever sustainable blah 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 but Kristen did figure out that it's seaweed and i was like oh okay
1: it was ugly that's what it was And then they show a shot of them, like him about to cut the cake and he's like holding the knife and she's like, it it was a very strange shot. (laughs) It did not look right at all. I don't know if anybody else noticed.
0: (laughs) I didn't. So we get a montage of all the couples dancing on the dance floor and having a good time. I mean, it's kind of nice to see them enjoy their wedding. Like, of course they should too. If you get a free wedding, you should enjoy the fuck out
1: of it. Wedding's
0: expensive.
1: Even if you don't even stay together, you got a free party.
0: Okay. <laughs> and we also get a peek at their cake cutting as well. We also get a montage. So we start to see different shots of that. Lindy and Miguel, their cake had like five tiers.
1: Uh, three or four of those were dummy tiers. I, I know that the mess are. did not pay for five tiers.
0: <laughs> no, I know. For the most part, like for wedding cakes, they have dummy tiers. But I'm just like, what was the idea of having it? Because then they showed... I want to say Stasha or Justin, it was just two. So I'm like, what was the whole goal with making it that high? Anyways, um, Miguel and his sayings. If you remember last episode where he said in a couple or in a relationship, there's always one person that settles. And this week, what we get is how you cut a cake is how good you are in bed. I don't know the correlation. I think you just put the knife and cut it down, but...
1: I I don't know it either. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I'm a baker. Like people expect me to cut the cake at gatherings, like it's a hard thing to do. And I'm like, it's just cutting a cake. Anybody can do it. But you know, I don't know. Sometimes not everybody can do it. It gets messy. So you just have to play with fire. Like you're like balancing the cake on the edge of a knife, and you just plop it down. I'm very good at that.
0: That's a skill. Um, they show Nate and Stasha and Nate apparently does not know that when you cut the cake, you have to eat it because he walked away and someone's like, uh, he's like, oh wait, oh you have to feed it? Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> that was funny to me. <laughs> so we see Lindy talking to her friend Gabby and she whispers how she is crushing on Miguel. And the next thing I hear is, and Puerto Ricans are good in bed. Yeah, that was, guys. that was not good. That was not good. See, guys, I'm not, I didn't come from nowhere. This is where I was like, okay, we'll roll with it, Lindy. You're happy. So she sits with Miguel's sister and they chat and she asks her how she's doing. And Lindy says the night is going better than she dreamed of. And his sister Priscilla tells him that, tells her that he needs effective communication. And in the past, he has had words with no action. I think Lindy is very intense, but I think this is just how she talks. And she tells her that, you know, the most important person that she's going to speak to is him since their parents are not there. His sister tells Lindy that they grew up in a tumultuous situation, but she'll learn all that in time. And I think we will learn all that too because we don't know much about his family situation, which is funny that we didn't get that in the matchmaking special. But I mean, I didn't he did talk that. about
1: how his mom left.
0: Okay. Okay, so I'm the one who's failing here. <laughs> so I think um, Lindy and Priscilla match energy in the way they spoke. I just thought both ladies were talking very. He was very intense. It was
1: very so, intense. So and therapy I, speak.
0: So I raised my eyebrow a little when his sister was trying to make the sentence or say the fact that you know, Miguel grew up a well-adjusted man despite it all and lindy's response to that was that's shocking
1: (laughs) i feel like i'm not sure what you're supposed to say to that though because i mean ideally, not ideally but i think usually the idea is that if you go through trauma then it affects you in some way so it's it is shocking to hear that someone apparently is not affected by their trauma
0: Yeah, i don't think it's true i don't think you say it out loud you kind (laughs) of just go wow that's great (laughs) <laughs> Some, But not that shocking. Like, what? He's supposed to be I a... I don't know. I do not think <laughs> it was again, negative. No, I don't think it was negative. I just didn't think it was necessarily the best response. But again, different circumstances. She's talking to her new husband she's never met. She's talking to his sister. You know, things fall out. Your mouth that you didn't mean to say. But Lindsay says that she's also from a turbulent upbringing. And for both of them, they're either going to trauma bond and grow... Or the trauma is going to destroy
1: them. I don't think she's
0: wrong. What did
1: you think? I just have such issues with the wrong usage of the word trauma bonding. Okay. You Trauma bonding is not where you both have trauma and you bond over it. Se- or if you have separate trauma and you bond over it. Or if you go through something traumatic together and you bond over it trauma bonding and this is where like therapy speak sneaks its way in and then like is completely misused trauma bonding is when your partner causes you trauma basically creates the chaos and then bonds you to them by like saying that you got through the trauma together so in your mind you're like well we got through the bad thing together but one half of the partnership caused the bad thing that's what trauma bonding is
0: So I am today's years old when I found out that's what it is because I didn't consider it trauma speak. I mean, yeah, I didn't consider it um, therapy speak. I just thought it was like a saying, like trauma bonding is just like when people who call each other to be miserable together because of something (laughs) that's a shared experience that was bad. But I did not know that it is because the abuser was the one who caused it specifically in a relationship so I just learned that myself well I think
1: um and in Lindy's defense maybe she wasn't you know maybe she was just using words together and who know you know the the therapy speak was accidental but I just I don't know i i i i if
0: if I was a betting lady I think she was using it the way I think a lot of people use trauma bond I don't think a lot of people know that fact that you just shared
1: yeah very true. I, I agree. I don't think a lot of people know. I wonder why I know that actually.
0: Um, I am not surprised you
1: know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know a lot of facts. <laughs> Random things that no one actually needs to know. <laughs> um, but anyway. that being
0: said, going by the definition the wrong definition, I don't think she was wrong. I think they're either going to, especially given what we know of Miguel's um character, where he just entertains toxicity. I can see that happening. So, but I'm hoping for the best for them. I'm still rooting for them to be a boring couple that are still happy. So we see Lindy's brother talking to Miguel. This is the part that I usually don't enjoy where they just grill them and ask them these questions that I don't know if they're natural or the producers fed them. And then he said that he and his mom are believers of God and does Miguel believe in a higher power? So, you can see Miguel, you know, trying to choose his words carefully. And he's like, "Um, organized religion does not make sense to me. Like, you can't tell one person that they're wrong. Everyone believes something different. We don't know who is what or who believes in what and who's wrong or right. And it's unfair to just say this person is right and this person is wrong. And very obviously, good for him for standing his ground, but that was a fail for her family. But I don't understand because from what we gather, Lindy is not religious anymore. And her brother says having a relationship with God is everything. And he was hoping that his little sister would end up with someone who believed in God. If she doesn't, why is the onus on the person she's getting married to?
1: <laughs> um, I-, I- I was really bothered by Lindy's brother's question because I just wanted I hear I heard a lot of what he wanted, but I was like, what does Lindy want? Why are we talking about that? Who cares if you wanted your sister to marry someone who believes in Jesus Christ? Did your sister want to marry somebody? And I'll give Lindy's brother that he tried to go for the lowest common denominator of religion. He didn't say Jesus Christ. He said higher power, even. He didn't even say God. You, you, you just know the producers crafted it because when he said
0: my mom and I are believers of God, I don't know if I've heard that phrase before,
1: <laughs> but it, it was just annoying. Cause I'm like, of course, I mean, if you're religious, then you want your, your family to bury somebody religious, but it doesn't really work that way. If the family member is not religious.
0: I had a question also. I don't know if I missed this or something because this would make me, like, maybe I shouldn't go so hard on Lindy. Lindy's mom and brother seemed like they were not full Caucasian. Okay. Oh, you didn't see that? Because I was texting my friend and my friend, she's married to a Puerto Rican and she's like, yeah, they look
1: her mom, um, definitely, yes.
0: Yeah, and then her brother, but then her sister looks just like her and she looks um full Caucasian. So I was like, I don't remember anything about that, but that was interesting. So I wasn't sure. I was going to ask you. I'm hoping that we find out later or maybe I don't know. Yeah, I'm hoping we find out later. All right, listeners who know everything, please set us straight. Let us know. <laughs> so we, you know, before I talk about Mitch and Kristen, I something I forgot to say when we talked about the wedding. If Kristen was gonna spring this last minute on her dad on the wedding, the least she could have done was get her dad a tux or oh, a nice outfit. This man came thinking it was just a nice brunch with his daughter. So he only had his nice pressed blue shirt buttoned down. It wasn't even like long sleeve and pants. And that was how he walked her down the aisle. Like I thought he could have just got her her dad an
1: outfit. <laughs> You know, I did not even notice that he was not very dressed up. He was not. He was,
0: the outfit that he was in during the conversation while he sipped on his mimosa is what he walked her down the aisle with. Oh, <laughs> So I don't He's know a great father. I don't know what wedding pictures would look like, but yes. Mitch sits down to talk with Kristen's mom. And once again, I am taken aback by her. Like she looks so young. <laughs> like I was just like, whoa. <laughs> Um, But I felt like she was stiff and she asked Mitch, you know, what was your impression when she walked down the aisle and Mitch just gets so flustered saying that, you know, when she was walking down the aisle and then it was her instead that walked down and he was like, Oh, is that my wife? And it was like, I was like, okay, answer the question. What was your thoughts when she walked down the aisle? He continues to stammer and was like, like, she's certainly beautiful. And you know, she takes that from you. And it's like, you know I don't believe in love at first sight. I'm like, oh my god, where
1: are we going with this? His mouth is a shovel. Wow. He just keeps on digging.
0: Wow. So I don't know. I don't know if he answered the question, but he made sure to say that he doesn't believe in love at first sight. Again, adding to my thinking that Mitch was just trying to self-sabotage as best as he could. So her mom asks why he did this. And he says he did this because he took a risk um, leaving his successful career because he was not happy. He did this in his mid thirties. And now he feels like everything is coming together. And the only thing that was missing was a wife. Because Mitch never stops. He's still rambling. And he tells her mom that financial success is not a priority for him. And he's more mission focused and Hopes that she appreciates that in him. Is there anything more self-sabotaging than that?
1: <laughs> I, I mean, you can make it. I mean, he made it sound as good as he could, but he basically told her mom, "Yeah, I just I'm not going to be able to financially uh, support your daughter."
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't and I just don't a... think it's what a mom wants to hear. Yes, that's that's exactly my issue with it. Like, I think eventually, yes, you need to be clear and upfront. One, it's not wedding day talk. It's not first time meet your mom conversation talk. It's just not necessary at this point. You're already married. It has to come out. Don't ruin the day.
1: I don't think that, yeah, you should basically tell your wife's mom how pretty she is and how you thought she was. the. I believe that that is not good wedding day talk. Oh, I don't make, I don't value money. I don't know what the point of that was. It was so It's just, even if it is a value of yours, like, can we wait till day two for that? And can we discuss that with her, not
0: her mother? Exactly. It was just really unnecessary. But anyway, my note is Mitch is an idiot. Like, I know that financial success is not a priority, but you also want kids. How the hell are you going to raise your family? It's one thing when it's just you and you're like, oh, okay, I can le- live off, you know, canned food and budget and, you know, live, of, stay with someone. I don't know, couch hop, Whatever. But when you have a family and you want a family, what do you think you're going to use to raise the kids? Anyways, kids are expensive in case you didn't know Mitch.
1: And you live in California. I think he thought if he picks up enough cans on the beach, that should, that should do it. (laughs) No comment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We move on to Justin and Alexis and he's with his brother. They're having a conversation. His brother is still preaching on how hard marriage is. This man is so miserable in his marriage. <laughs> That's his our deduction. Um, <laughs> his, his poor bro- wife. <laughs> <laughs> Where was she, anyways? Was she at the wedding? Because I didn't, see, I didn't her. see her. But you know
1: that doesn't mean anything.
0: <laughs> doesn't mean anything. So his brother um, says that he was still on the fence about the whole thing, but he liked what Alexis had to say. And we see a flashback of her talking to them and saying that. You know, that's her man. She has his back. And now he has no more reservations. And I waited for Justin to cry, and he didn't. So Maybe Alexis
1: Justin heard me from eight <laughs> months later on the podcast.
0: <laughs> he heard you in the future. So Alexis goes to talk to Justin's friends and asks what the cheat codes are, you know, to be with him. And they were like, don't assassinate his character. He's sensitive. And then someone asked her a stupid question, at least to me, if she's right or die. I mean, she's married. What is she gonna do or say? But Alexis at this point is lit. And when I say lit, I mean she is buzzed with alcohol. And the person said, are you right or die? And Alexis is like, okay, dying is a bit much. <laughs>
1: That's how I feel about that question. (laughs) She wasn't me, but was like, hold on, I'm ride or die, but where are we going? (laughs) And who are we dying for? And that is me.
0: She's like, dying is a bit much, but I am committed to this. In the confessionals, where it is very clear that she is lit, she says walking down the aisle. It wasn't so clear that this was the man of her dreams. But after getting to know him, the superficial the superficialness of walking down the aisle and not being attracted to him seemed very silly to her. Um to- I wish she wouldn't.
1: <laughs> I wish she wouldn't. Just like Mitch, I'm like, do you have to say it?
0: She's speaking her truth. So Just keep it inside. to show you how lit that she was, they had to caption her words, so we understood what she was saying I thought they were giving them fake champagne, what happened? (laughs) I guess it's real now so so Justin is with her friends and her sister, and they're like, you know you're so handsome how are you going to protect her? and he says, besides God he's going to put her first, and they really like that answer I felt Stop. sorry
1: for Lindy's brother at that moment. I was
0: like, "Ah, <laughs> you could have I justice,
1: Jesus, but instead you got Miguel." <laughs> so
0: Alexis, um, they back to Alexis and his friends. They ask, "Okay, so if you're upset, what should he do? Should he give you space, or should he chase you?" And she's like, "Uh, you need to chase me. If I block you, then you email me. If I don't answer that, then you can do this and do that." But basically. Don't give her space, chase her. Um, she, he asked her sisters and friend, what are her red flags? And they said the best answer you should ever give. Take note, Chris from Alyssa's groomsmen. I'm not telling you any red flags about her. I guess you'll have to find out yourself. (laughs) I think that is the best answer for everyone (laughs) to give and avoid the best answer. (laughs) Um, Miguel is in the bathroom washing his hands and coincidentally Mitch goes into the bathroom and they run into each other so they're having a concurrent wedding I guess and they were like oh I knew I heard a wedding blah 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 so Miguel he asks him how everything is going Miguel tells him that you know he's happy that everything is going well Mitch gives a ho-hum answer and they talk about Ben and how his wedding was delayed And then Miguel is like, but at the end of the day, you know, it's all going to be good. You know, we're all great guys. Mitch did not seem like he agreed that they were all great guys. Sounds like Mitch. (laughs) You know, all right, guys, we'll be right back. And we are back with Stasia and Nate. I mentioned already, I already hate this meet the friends segment, but, um, Nate meets up with her sister and her friends and her sister asks, what are his true intentions with her? They are a giggly bunch. Like, I don't know. It doesn't matter what Nate said. They were giggling the entire time and just maybe it was nervous laughter, but there was a lot of giggles. So Nate says that, you know, he just wants to get to know her and Stasha is talking to Derek. May I remind you guys that Derek is the friend who said you could have been posting bail, but here you are getting married. Um, He asks her what her flaws are and she says she's stubborn and she's not so vulnerable and it's going to take some time, you know, to consider him because she's been single for so long and she's used to doing things on her own. He brings up female friends, which I think everyone should take note of because I just think this is going to be a storyline because this is like the third time they're bringing up someone asked her, oh, what if he has female friends? Like, how would you feel or whatever? So I think this is going to be something in the future.
1: They're not letting that go. It's it is a, it's already a storyline.
0: <laughs> um, She says she doesn't have a problem as long as there are clear boundaries and she would like to know what his boundaries are and make sure that they align. Stasha and Nate sit with Megan. Megan, may we remind you, is the girl we talked about last week who seems so sad that Nate was getting married. Again, the blonde girl. And... They sat and they sit with each other. He didn't introduce them. Megan has to say, hi, I'm Megan. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, Megan, this is my wife, Sasha. <laughs> so yeah, that was something. So she tells her that she is welcome, you know, to reach out to her and hang out, that they do
1: game nights. And Sasha's like, oh, you do game nights? Huh, interesting. I just, I've said it before, I'll say it again. They have known each other for a year.
0: Yeah. She mentions that they've known each other like just a year, that she moved out here and, you know, he was sweet and he was caring and he showed her around. But I think you mentioned earlier that he moved out here a year ago. So I don't know. One of them had to have been here longer because he couldn't have shown her around
1: if he just moved out a year ago. I feel like maybe he would have been here like two more months than her, you know, like That's why he was like, oh, I just got here too. I mean, I don't want to be like suspicious or anything, but the vibe with that girl is off. Very
0: off. (laughs) So, and then the girl starts getting emotional and Stasha was like, huh, you're getting emotional. Why? You can tell Stasha hates this girl. (laughs) I'm with Stasha. I am with Stasha. (laughs) And I'm like, suspicious. So she mentioned again, that you know, we usually go hiking, we do sunsets, and the Shaded Producers did a flashback to The Vows, where it is mentioned that Nate likes to do hiking and sunsets. I guess we know who wrote that?
1: I didn't even think about that.
0: And maybe who <gasps> might have written The Freak in the Sheets?
1: Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> the jaw is on the floor. I cannot <laughs> believe what I'm hearing.
0: All my guess because I was just like, why do they flash back to the hiking and sunsets? The coincidence is too much. She's the oh. one he does it with. <sighs> so <laughs> as they speak, Megan is giving Nate like pure hard eye contact, like looking him dead in the eyes <laughs> and saying how it's gonna be hard to shift attention to other things and find things to do. And Stasha is like, Yeah, and maybe not do game nights.
1: She's, I mean, Stasha is not dumb. She's just like, this one needs to... There's something very off about the whole thing. This vibe was something. I can't wait for it to
0: unfold because whatever instincts there are that Stasha has, just ding, ding, ding. It's right. It's right. It's right. At some point, there has to be a conversation. Have you ever slept with Megan? And I and I, I, I want to bet he's going to say, it was just one time and it meant nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then we found out we're better off as friends. <laughs>
1: I mean, I hope the answer is never, but oh my gosh, it's just, the fa- I, here's the point in their favor. If they were acting more shady about it, I would be more suspicious. <laughs> I think whatever it
0: is, I just really hope that Nate is honest and it's not a case where he says, no, we've never, and then it comes out that they have.
1: I, don't, I, she's, I will say that girl is strange. That girl, I mean, Nate acts, I think, more normal about it than she does, but she's odd.
0: Also, best case scenario is that she has a crush on Nate, but Nate doesn't feel that way about her. But he knows, best. but he's like, that's my friend. What am I going to do? Best
1: case. Is that best case? Because Sasha's going to be like, cut case. her off. Cut her off. <laughs> that is the best case. Uh, and I don't know. Oh, that's just so weird. I thought it was just so weird. She's I'm like, do excited. you want to go to for, our, for our, our our game nights together? Like, no, they don't. I mean, it's just a strange thing to invite someone to the first time you meet them.
0: Oh, I can't wait because you know, friends and family. She's
1: gonna be there, so oh, <laughs> she will, she will. I am. Thanks to her, I'm actually looking forward to friends and family, which is not typically my favorite time in the show. <laughs>
0: Well, Sasha ends by saying like, yeah, we're going to have to have a conversation about boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> so Alexis and Justin have a garter moment. Uh, Justin is doing some cringy things. He crawls to her. He puts his head under on her leg. Alexis is just trying to save her mama. Say, mom, just turn around. She's like, it's, this is awkward. I mean, between my husband and my mom right there on the corner justin goes in and they do make out but that final move where he ends it like you know how the laker girls when they do their dance and they end on their knees and they go flat on their back that's how he ended his move. <laughs> um but except he's like seven foot tall i'm kidding six eight so that yeah that was something
1: it was something
0: it was something all right. Eight. <laughs> Miguel and Lindy do their garter. Lindy jokes when he was coming through, like, hey, I'm not wearing any. And then she goes, shoes. And then she goes, Miguel, what did you think I was going to say? Get your mind out the gutter. That was cute. Yeah,
1: and then- she's so sheltered.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, he keeps it tame, you know, he just goes to her leg and he just takes it out with his hands and gets it out there. And he threw the garter and it was just four men over there waiting to catch the garter. One of them being her brother who caught it. Miguel's friends ask him, you know, what's happening after this. This is the obligatory. Are you having sex tonight? Section. And Jesse's friend asked Lindy, are you going to fuck or not? That is exactly what she said. This is not me being vulgar. And she's like, whoa. His friends are like, if this doesn't work... We didn't get answers, by the way. Do you remember getting answers? No, there's a lot of questions with no answers. Okay. I think uh, Lindy's DTF. (laughs) So... (laughs) I don't think that's a question. (laughs) Oh, man. So his friends are like, you know what? This is uh, Miguel's friends. They tell her... And this includes the mean friends, the one with the white beard, and then the girl that was the groom's man. They're like, if this doesn't work out, we're going to kick you out and keep her instead. And I thought that was sweet. That's like it the was, highest compliment. It was cute. Um, Mitch and Kristen again, she tells her friends that she's so happy and she's pleased. He tells his friends that he is, they're doing a side-by-side, by the way. He tells his friends that it is surreal and there is potential for a physical attraction but he's not going to feel comfortable jumping on top of her. Her friends have it so wrong because they're like, yeah, he totally feels the same way too. And then his friends tell him like, don't be so laid back that she doesn't know that you're into her. And he's going on and on about how he's not the type to sleep with someone on the first night. His friend lets him ramble and it's like, yeah, I'm not buying it. (laughs) So I don't know what Mitch is going through, but he's going through something.
1: The man, I no matter what, I feel like we have learned that he does not handle change or stress or he he's not done a good job here.
0: He is not. Shouldn't have signed up for this show. So Stasha and Nate, Nate tells his friends that they definitely have chemistry. And Stasha's friends are not that, you know, when we have these conversations, it would appear that the women were more um, vulgar about this because Stasha's friend just said, are you busting it wide open? tonight <laughs> and she's like no i'm not busting anything tonight and nate says if it happens it happens and then one of his friends was like what if it's just boring missionary all the time and did she ask about the freaking the sheets and and are they trying to find out who said it i don't know why they said that but one of her friends was like I think his dad said that. I'm like, why would it be the dad? Like, how was
1: that the first option? They were just... They were like, who's the safest person?
0: <laughs> but I then don't know he, how the
1: dad became the safest person, but somehow that's the safest person.
0: I think I would think his friends would say it as a joke first before even his dad. But yeah, they giggle about it because Stasha's friends, that's a giggly crew. We go back to Alexis and Justin. And... Her friends are asking her and Alexis is like, yeah, we're not going to have sex tonight. Justin is joking and his friends ask him. He claims that he was joking, but he was like, uh, someone is getting dicked down tonight. This is all a lot of blips. And we've talked about it. Like Justin does not, is not alive. If he's not making a dick joke or saying something about a dick or his dick or any dick or whatever, but he's like, he's getting dick down tonight that there's physical attraction, but for real, they're probably just gonna kiss and talk and just be comfortable. Might I add that all they've done all night, they've been making out all night. And we are talking like passionate, getting in, tongue kisses. Um, Her friend asked her, what if you get tempted? No, sorry. His friend asked him, like, you know, I know you've been celibate, but what if you get tempted? And Justin is like, well, if I do get tempted, she's gonna get digged down. I'm like, Something about the way Justin talks sounds like someone trying to impress his friends. It doesn't sound
1: genuine. It doesn't at all. Mm. And the, honestly, I was having trouble following the conversations with all of the bleeping.
0: Oh, yeah. All of it was dicked. <laughs> so Alexis's friends ask him, ask her, like, oh, since he's super tall, that is she scared about him being endowed? And Alexis says a thing I never, ever thought I would hear a mouse. She says, well, you know, we've measured our vagi- my vaginal canal before. And Ada had so many questions.
1: <laughs> okay. I mean, based on this information, Alexis has found out a lot of information about different parts of herself that I don't know that we all know. I mean,
0: good for her. No one should know your body more than you. But I think one of my first questions was we measured my vaginal canal. I don't know if she, that was just her being tipsy. And she said, we, because I'm like you and your friend, maybe the friend is a doctor, but I don't know if she just meant she did it alone, but I'm like two of you had the time to go measure anyways, many questions there, but I also don't know, whatever her friend is like, (laughs) how are we estimating? How did we get here? I'm like, friend, I'm asking that too. How did we get here in this conversation? So we move on to Stasha and Stasha is emotional again and she's crying and she feels like Nate is the one. If we were betting, I just would never have thought that Stasha would be the crying one <laughs> this season, but she's cried a lot. Um, we get the clips of them in their rooms that we are going to see again next week. Like we never saw them do that. And Justin says he just wants to love her, not to her face, thank God, that he just wants to love her so hard, he wants to love her so hard that she wouldn't have to wonder twice if she's loved. So, I wasn't sure if you thought it was cute or evil. I
1: thought it was cute.
0: Okay, that was cute. So, they're in the room, they kiss a lot, they're kissing, 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 then they sit and they're cuddling in the room, he's like rubbing her arm, and she mentions how She's her grandma's namesake and her her middle name is Grace. And Justin says, I'm going to tell you something weird. I've always wanted to name my daughter Grace. Alexis says, "Aw, I don't want girls. I want little boys because it's a slimmer chance of
1: them being hoes. At at this moment, last week, Tane, I said, I'm not sure if I like Alexis. (laughs) And at this moment, I was like, I'm pretty sure I don't like Alexis. I can't be liking a woman who hates women. That was not a good
0: statement. I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah, the misogyny. Anyways, so he asked her what her reaction was when she saw him walk down the aisle. And she was like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. I've definitely seen his picture on Hinge. And then he had the guiltiest look on his face. I think he might have even looked at the camera. <laughs> and then he asked how long ago was this? And he's like, four months ago? I was surprised. This is the first time we're hearing this. She did not say this in any of the confessionals, or she did, and they cut it out?
1: They sprung it on us, and it was, it was good. That was some good television, because <laughs> I was not expecting that. I wasn't sure what I was hearing, <laughs> because I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> And I was like, wait, so they knew each other? So... Oh, like, if you saw her, if if you saw him, how did he not see you? Yep, but we get the
0: answer in After Party. We sure do. So, he says, are you sure it was me? Like, you know, uh. I have that look, and I'm so glad she cut him off. Like, <laughs> no one else is walking around seven foot tall. And also, <laughs> Justin, what look? Nobody, like, that's Nobody. not a common look to be confused by somebody. So, and yeah. Seven foot not tall for a second. Half. Nope. But she's like, "We're good. That's superficial to me. I don't care." But I'm asking. This man is keeps insisting he's been celibate for a year and a half. But it looks like he's been dating. We got the story in after party, like he was talking to people, and now he was unhinged four months ago.
1: So he was just dating people, not kissing them. I I was very very confused by the question. When did you see me? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> he looked guilty AF. <laughs> because when she said four months, I'm like, okay, well, four months ago, you probably weren't even in casting for this show. Yeah. So why would it have mattered if you had been on Hinge four months ago?
0: But apparently I just think you
1: were probably on it a couple weeks ago. But it's like, if she saw you on there, then she was on there too. Like, I didn't understand that at all. I just think the fact that that was his first question. He was trying
0: to figure out, okay, what route am I going with this? (laughs) But anyway, Justin says that, you know, she makes him feel wanted. And, Aid. the next thing that happens, my jaw is on the floor. They kiss, and she says, I'll be right back. I'm just going to take a shower.
1: (laughs) How many seasons of Maps have we watched? How many? Nary a whiff of a mention of a person getting clean.
0: None. Every season we are on shower watch on wedding night. We have not seen anyone mention it. Maybe they do it. We have not seen wet hair, but she does say she is going to take a shower. And that is a maps first, y'all. So Justin says he doesn't want them to rush sex and he wants both of them to be ready. This man has taken off his shirt. He's sitting down talking to the producers. And the night is not complete unless Justin talks about his dick and he tells the producer... My dick is hard as a rock, yo. My dick is hard. It's gonna be a long season, eight. <laughs> I, I you know if I'm being honest, I just don't like either one of them. <laughs> they have cute moments. They have all moments, but things like this happening and you know, I'm like, oh Why is this they, happening? They
1: you know, I just I cannot. I I cannot. <laughs>
0: Alexa tells us that it felt good kissing him all day, and she's surprised that she's this comfortable. She says she is comfortable, so, you know, she got to be prepared. If something happens in the middle of the night, she needs to be cute. So she wears this cute outfit. She got her wig all laid, her hair all nice. And they're playing sex music in the background, and we see them in bed making out. They're under the covers, and we see her tell him, keep your celibate hands to yourself. And then he says, I will, unless you tell me not to, which I thought was kind of hot. And that was it for the episode. We see the previews for next week, and we see that Alexis has her Black girl vacation braids in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, um, mean, something that we didn't talk about is, um, I might be tall, but I stand for you all. Oh, God. I quite enjoyed their conversation about both being class presidents and... I feel like class presidents are destined to marry one another,
0: aren't they? this hey, is this another fact? I don't think so. I've never thought about that and I I'm, I'm trying to remember the convo- the that conversation. I don't think it registered with
1: me. Um it it registered with me, I think. They they both sounded like overachievers in high school. I mean, good for them.
0: I hope it works out for them. But yeah. Had their cute moments, they also had their wont-wop moments.
1: I mean, it's funny because their wont-wop moments are individual, <laughs> their <laughs> moments together are very good. That is true. That is true. Alright,
0: Tane, who has your bouquet this week? My bouquet goes to Miguel and Lindy for knowing what the glass clink meant and kissing each other immediately.
1: Who has yours? Mine goes to Miguel and Lindy because they gave me so much hope. I was like, they might be able to do this. They might be able to bring the beautiful romantic story back to mass. I think they can do it. They had a lot of good moments. They were so good to each other. I was like, God, please, please don't break my heart.
0: I know. We think you can. We think you can. We're all rooting for you. Who has your burnt ashes? Oh, my ashes goes to Alexis. That host comment was not okay. Did not appreciate it. Did not want to hear it. Not cool. Who has yours?
1: Oh, mine goes to Mitch. Oh, it was. It, I think if you took each one of his things, they would just be small things. But in the collective, it was just him, He was really bad on his wedding day. And if Kristen was a different person, it would have been more apparent. But she covered for him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, that's it for this week. You can find Tame with Nana on the Rewatch podcast. They just finished rewatching Sex in the City season five. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at AlterCallMafs. That's A L T A R C A L L M A F S. Next time someone decides to surprise a pregnancy on us, that's where you'll find it. <laughs> we, we love hearing from you guys on social media.
0: Yes, and we're also available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for your support and for listening to our show. Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a five-star rating if you're so inclined on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we will see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.